This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. Pancreatic cancer is the fourth leading cause of cancer-related death in the United States. So how is it diagnosed? What are the treatment options? And are there ways to prevent it? Well, let's learn more about understanding pancreatic cancer with Dr. Amudan Pugalenthi, surgical oncologist at Dignity Health. Dr. Pugalenthi, thank you so much for your time. First off, can you tell us a little bit about your background? I'm a board-certified surgeon, and I did my uh, general surgery residency at Bronx Lebanon Hospital in New York, and I did my two years of uh, cancer research training at the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. I did my further uh, clinical fellowships in abdominal transplant surgery at the University of Minnesota and did a fellowship in surgical oncology at Mercy Medical Center, Baltimore. Gotcha. Thank you so much for that. So turning to pancreatic cancer now, what is the incidence of pancreatic cancer? What are the demographics? Who generally gets this and how common is it? Yeah, pancreatic cancer is the fourth most common cancer-causing death. It affects both uh, men and women equally, and uh, it is slightly more common in African-Americans. The peak incidence is about uh, 60 to 70 years of age. Unfortunately, it is estimated to be the number two cancer killer by 2030. Wow, so it's uh, growing. Holy cow. Okay, well, this is kind of alarming. So then what are the risk factors? What do we need to know? So the risk factors include uh, smoking, uh, morbid obesity, long-standing diabetes, chronic pancreatitis. Um, also, metabolic syndrome is a risk, especially in men, uh, including exposure to certain industrial chemicals, and 10% of the cancers are familial and runs in families. Some examples of genetic mutations which increase the risk are what we call the Peutz-Jigas syndrome, which can increase the risk by 130-fold. Other mutations include the BRCA mutation, that causes breast cancer as well, and Lynch syndrome, to mention a few. All right, very good. So let's run those down again. Smoking, obesity, diabetes, and chronic pancreatitis are the risk factors. And then you also said there's a hereditary component as well that people should know about. So what are the different types of pancreatic cancer? Yeah, Bill, uh, the most common type is what we call as the ductal adenocarcinoma, which arises from the duct of the exocrine pancreas. This is the part of the pancreas that uh, secretes the digestive enzymes. Other types include neuroendocrine tumors that arise from the endocrine cells of the pancreas. This is the part of the pancreas that secretes hormones. And uh, other types include the acinar and other rare ones. So are there ways to prevent pancreatic cancer? As I just mentioned earlier, uh, we can lower the risk by avoiding the risk factors. But there are certain pre-malignant conditions that we should be aware, like mucinous cysts, which are fluid-filled sacs in the pancreas, and uh, that can be removed by surgery before they turn into potential cancers. So let's talk more about these mucinous cysts. Can you explain more about these and, and how you identify them? Yeah, majority of them are identified by imaging like CT scan or MRI, uh, which are done for evaluating abdominal pain or there's found as an incidental finding when we do the imaging for an unrelated condition. Furthermore, endoscopies and radiologists can risk stratify them to tell us which one of these to be removed surgically and which needs to be closely monitored by serial imaging. 
the IPMN and mucinous glioplasms are at increased risk of developing pancreatic cancer. So what you're saying is oftentimes with pancreatic cancer, you find this through a CT scan when you're actually looking for something else. Not exactly pancreatic cancer. These mucinous cysts can be asymptomatic. They are pre-malignant conditions. They can be detected as an incidental finding. Okay, so you see a mucinous cyst. Would that person have any signs or symptoms or even know that they had these cysts developing in their pancreas? Yeah, sure, sure. But, uh, and the signs and symptoms depend on the location. If, if any mass or a tumor or even a cyst arises in the head of the pancreas, they can block the bile ducts early and can cause jaundice. If they are arising in the body and tail of the pancreas, they can present with uh, abdominal pain or non-specific symptoms like weight loss. A high degree of suspicion is needed among physicians if an older patient presents with a new onset diabetes. The neuroendocrine tumors, on the other hand, secrete hormones and symptoms of those tumors mimic the action of the hormones they produce. Okay, got it. So then how do you diagnose pancreatic cancer? Obviously, if you see a mucinous cyst, you're going to look at it further. But in other ways, how do you diagnose pancreatic cancer? Usually, the, the, the present as a cyst or mass on imaging, as we talked about. And sometimes they present with a bile duct structure when they can present with jaundice. Uh, ERCP and endoscopic ultrasound done by a gastroenterologist is very helpful when no mass is seen either on a CT scan or an MRI. So then, Dr. Pugalenthi, what are the available treatments for pancreatic cancer? So if we identify them early, the best curative option is performing surgery to remove the cancer along with the lymph nodes. Other options include chemotherapy and or radiotherapy, but these tumors are, are relatively chemo and radioresistant. Immunotherapy is the latest treatment in the armamentarium of the medical oncologist to treat cancers like melanoma, lung cancer, but unfortunately, only 1% of pancreatic cancer may be uh, candidates for immunotherapy. We do recommend genetic testing and counseling as part of the cancer treatment. So then what are the types of surgeries you perform for someone with pancreatic cancer? Oh, yes, Bill. Uh, we closely review the radiological images and decide as a team if a patient is completely resectable. If the cancer is in the head of the pancreas, the surgeon the surgery is commonly referred to as a Whipple procedure, and if it is the body or tail of the pancreas, we do what is called a distal pancreatectomy along with end-block removal of the spleen and lymph nodes. And then how about the options for people with advanced pancreatic cancer? So uh, other than surgery, we have chemotherapy, radiotherapy, involving pain specialist, endoscopy and interventional radiology to alleviate the symptoms and the palliative care treatment for comfort care are available to help our patients. And then tell us about the treatment at Dignity Health. What makes receiving treatment at Dignity Health so different? We have a multidisciplinary approach as a team as recommended by the National Comprehensive Care Network or the NCCN uh, recommendation. Surgeons closely interact with the radiologist, gastroenterologist, pathologist, and medical oncologist to decide the best treatment for an individual patient. Challenging cancer cases are reviewed with experts to get consensus during the biweekly tumor board meeting at the Comprehensive Blood and Cancer Center to decide the best care in Kern County. Well, that's great to know we have this type of care 
right in our backyard. And last question, Dr. Pugalenthi, what advice do you have for a pancreatic cancer patient coming from a pancreatic cancer surgeon? Uh, Bill, for me, the most important person is the patient in front of me. It is an unique opportunity for me to change his or her life by making the right decisions. By maintaining a healthy diet, exercise, no smoking, and annual health checks by the primary care physician will go a long way to prevent uh, detect cancers early. Well, Dr. Pugalanthi, this has really been informative. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thanks, Bill. Thanks. It's my pleasure. That's Dr. Amud and Pugalenthi, and for more information, please visit DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash Cancer Care. That's DignityHealth.org slash Bakersfield slash Cancer Care. And if you like what you've heard, please share it on your social channels, and be sure to check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.